the creation of a new information operations technical training school. The first command simply must arm our airmen to outthink, outperform, outpartner, outinnovate any potential adversary. Air Force Basic Military Training has an updated curriculum with a new focus on readiness and lethality. The first command, the Air Force starts here. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome in to the Air Force Starts Here, and thanks for the subscribe, stream, or download, however you might be listening in. If you get a chance to throw us some stars or even a review, we certainly would appreciate that as well. My name is Dan Hawkins from the Air Education Training Command Public Affairs Team and your host for this professional development podcast dedicated to bringing total force, big A airmen, insight, tips, tricks, and lessons learned from the recruiting, training, and education world. On the pod today, and it's a good one, we're talking with Miss Dana Horn from the headquarters AETC A3PB branch, the Learning Professionals team, about the recent launch of their Learning Professionals Communities of Practice. The Learning Professionals team, led by Ms. Horn, has a vision of developing highly skilled learning professionals to collaboratively build the winning force for today and tomorrow. And of course, advancing force development is one of our commander's top priorities here in AETC and really falls in line with the Department of the Air Force priority of taking care of people and Air Force Chief of Staff General Brown's Action Order Airmen. And so today we're going to dive right into the why and how the communities of practice on Mill Suite have been formed to support the continuous learning of these professionals. It's really interesting to learn how the communities of practice came about after collaboration with others on the AETC staff revealed a gap in regards to what was being provided internally for people to connect with each other, share and discuss their work, and and really have a conversation around the various tools, systems, and processes that were available to them, or just generally discuss topics and trends in the field. So it really came about after a needs analysis was conducted. And another interesting aspect that we're going to talk about is how the learning professionals content that's out there on Mill Suite and the communities of practice aren't just for personnel in AETC, but across the Air Force as a good deal of training and education is done by the force at large. So let's get to it. Away we go. Episode number 58 of the Air Force starts here launches right now. Dana, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Dana Horn, and uh, I have been in with AETC. I've been working for AETC for about 20 years, and uh, I've been up here at headquarters since 2016. Um, I was a former school teacher, so uh, my degree, my actual degree is in biology, and uh, I have a master's in counseling and education. And so uh, as, a, as a moment of luck, I was able to get an internship into the Air Force. And I've been rocking and rolling ever since. I, I love the Air Force and I just love what I'm doing today. It's an amazing job I get to do right now. Nothing like being an AETC. And you have a really cool job with this new learning professionals branch. You're actually helping uh, anybody in the education and training world. Can you kind of talk about what A3B uh, 
P does and, and what the Learning Professionals Branch is? This branch, uh, the Learning Professional Branch, was stood up a couple of years ago and it is designed, its sole purpose is to support military and civilian learning professionals. And it's not just within uh, certain commands. This is across the Air Force. So our goal is to help upskill them, enhance them, uh, make sure they're getting the competencies that they need and that they have the learning opportunities available to them so they can build their own culture of learning within their organization. Our main goal is to provide the, the diverse learning opportunities, programs, platforms, and those capabilities so that it supports all of their development from start to finish. So we have a lot of programs that we're, that we're working on. Um, our communities of practice is our main one that we're going to talk about today. As we keep moving forward, we'll keep exploring capabilities and opportunities to help continually upskill our learning professionals. And this really fits right in line with General Brown's action order of, of airmen and General Webb's advancing force development. So many touch points with Air Force strategic priorities that the learning professionals branch helps support. And you mentioned the communities of practice, and that is a huge undertaking for your branch. Can you just briefly outline what the communities of practice is and what it's designed to do for learning professionals? The communities of practice are there to support learning professionals across the Air Force. It's, it's not designed with any one AFSC or career series in mind. It's designed for the whole Air Force. Since it's designed on a platform called MillSuite, which has been around for over a decade, all your sister services can come in and share and interact with each other and network in that environment. So uh, last year, uh, ATCA9 did a study and they, they basically created a gap analysis. So they looked at all the learning professionals and looked across the, the spectrum of their capabilities and realized that there were a lot of gaps in what they knew and could do. And so we've taken those, the output from that study to help kind of fine tune where we need to go and things we need to do to help our learning professionals, to provide them an environment where they feel comfortable learning and interacting with others, asking questions, all of those types of things. And then when we went into Mill Suite, we also looked at past communities. So there have been several past communities that you can find out there that have kind of languished. So we don't want that to happen to ours. We have a dedicated person and dedicated leads for, for each community to make sure the community stay up to date, that they stay interactive, and that there's somebody always there that people can reach out to. And that's so important in this day and age, especially, I mean, just even thinking over the last year and a half to two years now with the COVID-19 pandemic and a lot of us now sometimes working remotely. And, and so having that social interaction aspect to community such as this, maybe hence the name communities of practice. But talk about that and, and how much that 
interaction in a collaborative way that that interaction helps? Well, a lot of times, you know, when we're sitting in schoolhouses or we're sitting in various environments and we need to know something, sometimes, especially when you're looking at the learning environment, people just don't know where to go to ask a question. And sometimes they'll move to social media and you may get all sorts of responses there. But over in the, our communities of practice, because we have, to, we have them set up by topic, following the ADDIE model, which is analyze, design, develop, implement, and evaluate. We've structured it along those lines so that people can easily go in, find their community that they need to ask a question of, and interact and get an answer. And the answer may be multi-pronged depending on who, who responds. It could be somebody from across the globe, another service within the Air Force, but to have that that broad type communication is really important. That, that's how we learn and that's how we expand our knowledge. It seems pretty exciting when I kind of poked around and, and saw all the different avenues that people could go to to get help. I think it's an interesting point that you brought up and you talked to, about it uh, kind of at the beginning, but identifying leaders that, that weren't necessarily on the AETC team. What do you think the value is in people who aren't necessarily in AETC being able to contribute to the communities of practice? It's really critical because, you know, your goal is, is to help enhance and improve and build everybody's knowledge and skill set. It, because we, we are the humans that we are, we learn every day, every day. It, it's ongoing. And so we need people who are new to the learning environment, along with your seasoned professionals to interact together because that corporate knowledge from the seasoned professionals will help build up the KSAs of the new person that's coming in. Um, you know, the Air Force is great at training and educating within an AFSC or a career series to build those KSAs. And when they come into a learning environment, the, the language is a little different, the processes are different, the, the way you interact with people can even be a little bit different. So it's important to have that crosstalk, which is what our cops do. They, they really help build a safe space for anybody coming into those environments that needs somebody to talk to, that needs easily uh, accessible content because we've already curated a lot of the content in these environments. So they can easily, uh, quickly learn not only from what's on the page when they come into it, but also interacting with others. You've talked about Mill Suite and Mill Suite, not necessarily a new thing, but what was it about MillSuite that spoke to the learning professionals branch as, hey, this is the place where we need to host the communities of practice? It is such a dynamic environment. And uh, I think on the surface, when you, when you look at it, you don't realize just how expansive it is. So uh, it, it not only has the capability to, to have interaction with others, but to host content, it has a YouTube-like capability. It has polling and surveys and 
question and answers. We can put our co- our podcasts on there as well. It can host any type of content. And, and, and what we really like is that it was open to all the services. So anything we do in our environment or anything a sister service does, we can interact with each other. So as they build their communities and we have ours, or if others develop communities that help support learners in any way, uh, for example, A3K has a growth mindset community, which is really an awesome space. So we connect with them through our COP. And so we build this interconnected web of, of people supporting learning and the learning environment. One of the things that uh, a lot of times, especially when you start talking about collaborative tools, the question that comes up is, oh, but I have to use my CAC card. Um, what was the thought process there when it came to being on a platform that requires CAC access? Uh, so we're really glad that uh, Mill Suite and our communities of practice uh, have CAC access because it gives all of the learning professionals a safe space to discuss their projects. Unlike some of the social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, where a lot of people can see what you're saying uh, in a public venue, here they can come in and talk about their projects that they may not be able to discuss anywhere else. So, I mean, obviously a lot of thought and a lot of work going into Mill Suite, and I know it's ongoing. Um, but what else are, are you guys looking at using Mill Suite for beyond the communities of practice? So as we, as we keep uh, learning more and more about MillSuite, because we are, we are also new users since we set these up just in September, um, we hope to create how-to videos. Uh, we also hope to uh, have podcast seasons. So we will start having our own podcasts. We're starting with our uh, site leaders. So every, every community has a site leader. And we'll start with them, interviewing them. Dr. Canada is going to do a live chat in December. And we're hoping that these, these many events will again support things that people want to know and are seeking. Um, well, one of the things I really thought was a, a pretty cool idea, and I don't know how far along it is, but is the Project Hub. Tell us about that, it sounds cool. So we love our project hub. Uh, we haven't advertised it a lot yet, but that will be coming. So our project hub is a great way to crowdsource development for small projects right now. So we have a couple of projects on there, on there currently, just so we could test it out and kind of get some experience in it. And anybody can come in, post a project. They just have to fill out a simple form and it'll show up in our space. And then others can come in and say, you know what, I would really like to take on that project because it'll help me work with that organization. It'll help build up my skills in development, whether it's software tools or just broadening their depth of knowledge. And so it helps create this interactive network of, of let me help you and then you can help me and, and hopefully get those small projects done that maybe people don't have the bandwidth for, you know? Um, and so we're going to expand that even a little bit beyond that hub in that 
we USA Jobs have a, has an open opportunity capability there. And so we'll be linking that with our project hub in hopes that even we can expand that capability even just outside of the Air Force. Yeah. Sounds like you guys are really busy, but as, as I look through all the information that you sent me and we talked a little bit about, there's a lot of cool events. And, and even though it's, it's not necessarily the communities of practice, it is learning professionals based. Tell us about the upcoming Learning Professional Consortium for 2022, because you guys are like just totally flipping that thing upside down and, and all around. Tell us about it. We are, we are. Um, so our consortium for 2022 is, is going to be very different than our past ones. So instead of having a three day, a solid three day event where everybody would probably get Zoom fatigue uh, after that kind of time, our attendees last year requested that we do three separate events. So what we've done is spread out the consortium over, it's still three days, but it's spread out over three different months. So we have a day in February, April, and June where we will have these full day events to better, to better accommodate our listeners and our attendees. And um, we will record those as well. So even if people register and can't attend, they can always go to our website after and then watch at their own leisure because we will break those up into various sessions so you can actually fine tune what you want to learn from those. Yeah, that, that sounds really exciting. I know in the last few years, um, a, a lot of uh, events have had to shift to that online environment and be a little more dynamic in that regards. Um, so pretty exciting that you guys have made that shift as well. Another thing that I found really so cool is, you know, it's not just, hey, here's Mill Suite and a bunch of resources that you can go to, but there's also um, some civ civilian development coming um, in terms of a CFETP for the uh, 1750 series um, that's going to help develop uh, instructors. Absolutely. So our 1750 population, they do a lot of different jobs. Everything from evaluation to development, design, um, policy, you name it. They, they are smattered throughout the Air Force doing a lot of different exciting things. So we have created a civilian education and training plan, a CFETP, and it's the first competency-based uh, publication that we've done. It's on its way to be published, so we're really excited about that. And along with that, we've developed really authentic assessments so that that way supervisors have all the tools readily at their hand to evaluate their staff and to help them develop uh, areas that may be weak and identify the areas where they have a lot of knowledge and skill. So we have linked that up uh, with Skillsoft. So on the Air Force portal, there is an e-learning platform and it's managed by Skillsoft. So what we've done is we've taken that CFETP and linked it to Skillsoft. And so it's organized and structured exactly the way the CFETP is with the various proficiency levels from basic to expert. And then people can go in 
And if you're at a basic level, you can learn at that level. If you're at an advanced level, you can you have resources there for you. And we're just now starting to upload e-learning assessments on there. So right now our assessments uh, are in a PDF format and we're getting ready to validate our assessments here shortly. And once we do that, we will not only have them in a PDF form, but we'll also have them on the e-learning site. So supervisors and staff can actually go in there and very easily walk through these modules and assess themselves, assess their staff, however that may be. And, uh, and it'll capture that in the e-learning site. Now we'll explore other platforms as well as we move forward, trying to find the best fit for all the capabilities we want to employ. But this is a great start and Skillsoft is moving to the Precipio platform. So it'll actually offer more capabilities and we should see that hit, hit uh, Air Force portal maybe in the summer of 2022, I think. Uh, so somewhere around there, but we will, we will keep building this, uh, these references and these learning opportunities for the CFETP. I thought you were going to say you're going to keep building the boat while it floats down the river because you guys are juggling a lot of plates up in the air right now. So really exciting stuff. Uh, I know you're working uh, on an AFIT platform called Evolve, which is a social learning construct where anyone can upload content and create development paths. So that's exciting. Um, uh, and you guys still do kind of uh, real-time stuff uh, with your monthly uh, Learning Professionals Q&A uh, speaker series. That's really awesome. Um, uh, and obviously, of course, this this big initiative of the communities of practice. But, you know, where where else can people go right now to get information about the Learning Professionals? Uh, I know you have your own website and Facebook page. We do. We absolutely do. So the, the best place to get started is our website. And you can go to www.learningprofessionals.af.mil. And we have all of our capabilities linked in there. We also have a professional Facebook page that's open to the public. The public and we have a private Facebook group. And if you're familiar with Facebook, you can probably find those fairly easily with a quick search in the search bar. Um, on MillSuite, it's a simple search. You can look for us there and you, we should pop up right away if you type in learning professionals. And on the Evolve platform, this app developed platform, if you go into the learning hubs, you'll see a big icon there that says Air Force Learning Professionals. You can't miss us. That's good branding. You can't if you if they can't miss you, it's good branding, Dana. That's what I always like to say, being a, a public affairs guy anyway. So I really want to thank you for your time today. This is great stuff, and we look forward to, to continuing to stay in touch and, and do more podcasts uh, and to tell people about all the exciting things that you guys are doing in the learning professionals branch. Thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate your time and energy today. We're really excited about our communities of practice. We invite everybody to come in, spend some time figuring out the capabilities. And if anybody would like us to 
help their organization, we are more than willing to come and meet with them and, and do a walkthrough and show them all the capabilities and all the things that they can also do in that environment. Good stuff and can't wait to see what 2022 holds because there's a lot of good stuff happening. There is, absolutely. We, we have a lot of projects that we will start in 2022 that'll help continuously building that interconnected web of capabilities for our learning professionals. Tons of great information there as our headquarters AETC learning professionals team continue to advance force development, not only here in the first command, but across the Air Force. And we'll definitely be checking in with them on their upcoming projects, as well as the upcoming 2022 Learning Professionals Consortium as well. Special thanks to Miss Dana Horn taking time out of an always busy schedule to talk with us about the communities of practice this on Mill Suite for the Air Force Learning Professionals. As a reminder, you can follow Air Education and Training Command and the AETC Command Team on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we also are on LinkedIn under Air Education and Training Command. For the latest AETC news on the web, check us out at www.aetc.af.mil. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast as we dive into the world of recruiting, training, and education. For our entire AETC public affairs team, I'm Dan Hawkins. So long. We'll talk to you next time on The Air Force Starts Here.